0: This is Subliminal Message Studios, and I'm your host, Leonardo. Welcome to this podcast. be
1: I back I picked up the phone. am not afraid to give money. Shorter with me, shining brighter than the lights in the city. My mother put her in a payment why my eeps <laughs> in a sense? i am just doing shit on purpose for to make them look young. She looks sober in life. Be like, baby, you miss me. your reckless disrespect. I'm not afraid. We will get it with muscle Nigga talking about a tussle But then I'm about to flush Nigga take a concussion I ain't no boss I ain't afraid to go bust And I lay down like fuck it Niggas know all the business Everyone get it If I walk up in establishment I'm leaving a witness I tie up all the loose ends And I'm going hard
0: Welcome to this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and I hope you have woke up with some very, very good motivation, and you've woken up with some urgency, because we only have one life, we only have one chance to make a difference in the person that you see next to you, or in, in people that you may not know, and the people that you do know, either way, you only have one chance to make a difference, and I don't know about you, but I want to use every bit of part of my life bringing the world not my opinion but bringing the world the way I see the world in my own eyes because it it, it may just take the simple eye view of someone else for you to gain a different attraction to freedom and regardless of what uh, regardless of how how, uh, how far the left wants to put it freedom is sexy as shit You know what I mean? Freedom is very, very attractive. People want freedom. People strive and go to freedom because it's the essence of the very, uh, it's the essence of the human life. It's the essence of one another saying to each other that I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can do more than this. Yes, I, I can build more than this. Yeah, I can do better than that. And it's all about what we choose to believe in because we create our own reality with our own perception. So don't ever think that you're not creating your own reality and you're not changing the your own world around you by creating your own forms or your own perceptions. Now, whether that be, are you gaining it from... Social media, are you gaining it from looking at your phone? Are you gaining it from doing your own research? Are you gaining it from going in a dark room and trying to formulate your own concepts and formulate your own plans? Or are you gaining it by listening to what everybody else is telling you to listen to? Are you gaining it by only going along with your friends because you are so scared of losing them? You fear not about being alone because that is not... What it will kill you. Being alone will never kill you. But what will kill you is the inability to wake up. The inability to say to yourself, yes, I am more than what they tell me. Yes, I am more than just a black man. Yes, I am more than just a Mexican man. Yes, I am more than just a white man. I am a man, period. And without this, and I can say the same thing about women, what we have to do is really, really establish ourselves within the darkness so there is nothing else that can scare us. Because fear is a very, very great and powerful tool that is used against us at an everyday basis. We scare ourselves more than the government could ever scare us. We scare ourselves as soon as we walk down a dark alley because we we keep on watching shows that convince us in our subconscious mind that there is always a boogeyman right in the corner in that dark alleyway. I suggest to you that you have nothing to be scared about because if you prepare for war, then you are then you are then you have set yourself up, set yourself up for peace. Do you understand? If you prepare for the worst and you have set yourself up for success. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? We scare ourselves more than anyone else could at any given moment. I scared the shit out of myself just waking up when I woke up, man. I woke up and I, I totally, Mrs. <laughs> Alright, so all right, y'all, when I woke up, I have, I, I usually end up with like probably like six or seven blankets on my bed at the end of the night because what happens is. <laughs> What happens is, is like you know, I go to sleep, my daughter goes to sleep, right? And somewhere around the middle of the fucking night, my daughter has been having a very big problem with coming into my room and bringing like, she has like twenty pillows, ten blankets, and she'll bring at least a good, at least like four blankets into my room in the middle of the night. And I, I guess she, she says she wakes me up, but I don't, I, I don't hear shit. But uh, apparently, she says she wakes me up and says, "You know, Daddy, I'm scared." You know, okay, all right, you know, obviously, I'm you know, all right, you know, baby, come sleep with Daddy. It's it's okay, obviously, you know what I'm saying. So what she does is instead of just bringing herself, you know what I mean, and you know, cuddling up with me, no, she brings like four, or five blankets into my goddamn bed, cuddles herself up in all the blankets. And then it wakes up before me And then goes back to her room And passes out some more Now when I wake up I, in my mind, I'm thinking like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, in here, and I look over and I see like five blankets that looks like a big ass human right laying right next to me, and I kind of freaked out. So that's what happened this morning. I (laughs) legitly, when I woke up, I looked over, and this time I remembered my, I remembered her coming in my room and wanting to go to sleep right next to me. She's scared, you know what I mean? Probably had a bad nightmare or something of the sort, right? But when I woke up, she wasn't there, and there was a, a huge, one of her huge stuffed animals laying and she's got like a big ass teddy bear that's like, that's like literally like almost like five fucking feet if you stand it up, it's huge, right? And she laid that next to me so when I woke up, I look, I I turn around and like, you know, I mean I don't know about you guys, but it, I don't I'm not expecting to turn around and see Ted in my bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it it kind of threw me off, man. But uh, my, my point being is we tend to scare ourselves a lot more than the government is trying to do. And what we need to do, what we honestly need to do is train ourselves and train our minds to use that fear to make us stronger, to make us more aware of certain situations that we find ourselves in on a, at an everyday moment. You know what I mean? Like, it, I, 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 I've I always been a firm believer that if you want to make change, well, it literally starts at an everyday and every moment and at, at, at a every second progression. And sometimes you will fail. You know, sometimes you'll just pop off with an attitude and you just, you're just just done with it. Sometimes you might even get, a, get an attitude on purpose just because you want to be... Excuse me, just because you want to be done with it, either way, I understand it. you know what I mean, like man, especially when you 're at work, listen guys i um I understand it all the way because there's some there 's customers that literally just try to piss you off just to piss you off there's people there 's always going to be people that are continuously trying to piss you off just to piss you off. What we have to do is establish our inner selves by that, I mean is we have to establish balance within our souls within our hearts so when these when these when these attr- uh, attritions go against us when these when these tests hit us, when we, when we, uh, you know, when we see that person that you know full well that you don't like, and everybody has that person that they don't like, you know what I mean? Everybody does, man. You have no idea why, you know what I mean? I think I've, I think I've covered this before, you know what I mean? But you have, everybody's got that person, you know, you have no idea why, but that motherfucker just annoys the shit out of you. You don't know why you've even asked yourself, like, man, what, what is so annoying about that person that I can't stand? Cause if, if he or she even walks over here, I'ma smack them motherfucker with this goddamn ugly stick, you know, like I listen man. Uh the honest to God truth is is you are seeing something in them that you don't like about yourself and you're seeing it in them and that's pissing you off because you're suddenly realizing that's something that you see about yourself and you hate it. You that that's the honest to God truth man. So whenever you see that person that you don't like, you really, really need to get into your head, you really need to start questioning yourself. Okay. What is it about that person that you honestly don't like? And then ask yourself, but what do you do? And it's very hard to be honest with yourself, man. It, it, It is. It's very hard, hard to be honest with yourself, but you can do it. If you literally get on your own, if you find yourself all alone for hours and hours, and sometimes it takes months and months, and sometimes it even takes years and years for you to be literally just by yourself, you don't have someone to fall back, uh, fall back on. Now, I'm not saying that. Now, I'm not saying that is uh, that's easy to do. It's very, 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 very um, hard to do. It's not easy. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy. You know what I mean? You're going to need help along the way, whether it be financially or emotionally. You're going to need semi, you know, some kind of help. But what I'm simply saying is it is truly up to you to keep resorting yourself back into your seclusion, to keep formulating your own ideas and your own concepts. Because you're never going to form those if you don't get by yourself. You're always going to have someone else's talking point. You know, someone else, someone else's idea. You know, are, are any of you, which, which begs the question, I'm okay with an are you really original? Like, are we really being, is anyone really, really original nowadays? Because everyone is just following the next person they think is cool or trendy, man. Listen to me. Now, I've said this once, so I'm going to continue to say, and maybe, maybe I might say this on every single podcast, because this is more important than, this is more important, this is definite. This is this is fundamental in beating some of the, elite, the elitist groups that are trying to not just enslave us psychologically or economically, now they're trying to do it physically, physically trying to restrain us to our homes, physically paying the police to force vaccinated. like what's going on in Germany and Australia and even parts of New York city, you know, like, you know, it's it's, it's getting that way. But what I'm trying to say is is this is more important. You have to have hope and you have to train your mind to always excel and better intuition. And always excel into better concepts. That because the pen is mightier than the sword. You have to understand that. Even if even I, I even if even if a civil war does happen, what then? You know, I never see that question answered. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I get it, man. You want a civil war. I get it. You want to go to war. You got all your gear. I get it. You know what I mean? Let's go to war. You know what I mean? Let's 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 go to war with the other states where you know the cops are dirty, where you know the cops want to kick in doors and kick guns. Let's go fight those guys. Okay, what then? Like, what then? What are we going to do after the war is over? Because it's not like this war. It's not like if we have a civil war, it's just going to stay that way. Right. Like it's not going to be a continuous forever, um uh, a forever war that is continuously, continuously, continuously happening. That's not what's going to happen. Oh, the war is going to end. Now, the war on our minds will forever continue. Do not ever, ever ever, ever fucking think that's not a reality. The war in your mind will be constant because it is a war that you constantly fight within yourself. And this is not, this is, this is what I'm really trying to get to my listeners. You see what I'm saying? If you want to win, honestly win against the elite groups, then you have to fight the war within yourself first. Do you understand? And they don't want to tell you that. They always want to, they always want to give you a new solution that has nothing to do with you and you working on your own self. But they want to give you the solution like, oh, well, you know, like the vaccine. We'll take this vaccine. This is going to cure everything. Or with, you know, the new Gucci bags that they come out with, the new, the new movies that they come out with. Well, this is going to, this is going to make you happy for that moment. It's not about being happy for any moment, man. I'm done with being happy. I just want full wholesome, like the wholesome whole, the definition, like the. I I don't even know how to put it into my words. What I want, ladies and gentlemen, like what I want for myself. I want like the literally, the the full term, like the full complex, the full pot. I don't like if if faith was a dinner plate, then I want the whole fucking. I want the whole goddamn kitchen. Like I don't even, I don't want a snack I want the whole kitchen like I want faith and that's one one thing that they they that's one thing that you near, never hear as a talking point on any mainstream media they don't want to give you faith. They don't want to give you faith because they know faith is the one thing that they want to take away from you. Like I said, man, you know, it's not just Black Lives Matter that wants to take away the nuclear, uh, get rid of the nuclear family. You think that's something bullshit, dude. The Democrats have been pushing that ideology since the 60s, since the 70s. And probably way before that, we just haven't got and found the old news broadcasts, the old newspapers that they used to push out, you know, with their propaganda. Because before the Internet, that's how propaganda got around, newspapers, you know. Um, trains, telecommunication by railroad, horsebacks—you know, shit like that, guys. But it was propaganda, nevertheless. But this—the fight on your mind has been going on for a very, very long time. You see, these these families, like you know, the uh, uh, the Gates family, uh, the Clinton uh, Clinton family, the Bush families. These families are—they go back a long time. The Rockefellers, Rothschilds. George Soros, his families, they go back a long time. His dad was a fundamental high-ranked Nazi, you know. But however, if you research, like, you know, people like George Soros, they've, they've shaded, you know, and what they've done is they completely shaded their family history. They've mixed it in with different families and changed their last names because it's a legal right of yours to change your last name. You know, that's a, I don't know if you don't know that. Why do you think, um, the Rockefellers changed their name to, uh, Rockefeller. That that's not their original uh, original last name. That's just their last name that stuck, you know. Um, But the point being is is faith. That's what I want, ladies and gentlemen. I want the whole the whole being of faith. You know, I, I don't want. I'm not I'm never really too worried about being happy because I'm gonna get happiness as soon as I see my daughter As soon as I see my son as soon as I see something I like you know as soon as I go shooting I'm gonna get happiness never really worried about that But faith is something that you never hear on any of these mainstream talking points because they don't want to give it to you They don't even want to tell you about it that what they want you to do is take your vaccine get rid of your gun and shut the fuck up and that's a very I, I and I'm not saying that to be mean. They really, really want you to shut up. They don't want you to get your own talking point, man. And it's it's a very sad thing. You know, but with both sides, too. You know, this is what I mean by I'm going to try to remain as unbiased as I can because even I, I don't ever catch Fox News talking about faith, having hope for humanity. None of that. They don't want to give that to, they don't want to give that to you. They don't want to tell you that the real fight is in your mind. They don't want to tell you if you really want to make a difference and truly make a change against this world, it starts with you. They they, they don't they don't want to start that. They want to point the finger at the Biden administration, which is uh, I'm not gonna lie, they they do a lot of illegal stuff and they have a lot of grave effects on us. But it'll only truly affect us the moment we allow, the moment we believe that this is that that they have power over us. Now. Am I saying that? Well, if they show up with a SWAT team I, and they're and they're telling me they're they're going to shoot me or they're going to take me to the FEMA camp, I think that's a lot of power. Yes, that that's a lot of power. Yes, and that is power. Uh, that is power. But that is only power over you if you let them. You know, um, do you have to, would you have to uh, take power back by force? That's yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. More likely you're going to have to take power back by force. Thank God we have the God given right in America to defend ourselves. And we have the God given right of the second amendment. So we can overthrow this, overthrow our um, governmental institutions or certain governmental institutions if we so choose to. But like, I like, let me just reiterate, like, like I was saying, like, Whenever we talk about the civil war, even and I hear a lot of rhetoric coming out of the left side, too, about if Trump gets reelected. Now they're now they're talking about the, you know, we need a civil war and we're going to have a convention of the states. You know what? We already started that. Republican states have already started that because we know you're crooked and we want nothing to do with you. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm what I am trying to say is they don't want to give you and they don't want to tell you to work on yourself. They don't want to tell you the real power you have, because the last thing they want to want you to do is actually work on yourself. They don't want you. They don't. They don't want you questioning why you wake up so angry some days. They don't want you questioning why are you waking up so overzealous some days. Or why, why are you feeling the need to put other people down just because you feel upset? Why do you need to feel to buy all these extra things when you know full well you don't have the money? You don't even have a place to stay. You're living on someone else's couch. You see what I'm saying? What I want you to do is dig real deep, man. You have to dig real deep, and it, and it, and it, it takes a lot of, a lot of true, true, like, like looking at yourself, man, and. and And honestly, it takes a lot of pissing on yourself. Like, you kind of got to piss on yourself. You really do, man. And you have to make sure, while while you're pissing on yourself, you kind of have to make sure that you don't make a, a, you don't make a, um, a, a, what's what's the word I'm looking for? It's a very, very simple word. You don't make a a repetitious notation out of it, of constantly pissing on yourself. You know what I mean? I'm using that. You're constantly making fun of yourself. Am I saying, do you need? to truly, truly, truly look at everything around you, that's fundamental. You have to look at everything around you. You have to pay attention to what everything else is going on around you. And not just that, you have to make sure that what you're doing in this life is truly, truly benefiting yourself and your family because if it can benefit yourself and your family then it will benefit the world. Those two things that I just said will destroy any secret society, any secret group that is bent on destroying this world and destroying humanity. A strong family is literally what can destroy every it will destroy any ideology that is made to destroy this world and you because if you can have a strong family man that's uh that's that's so so very very important and i honestly mean that i honestly mean that it's it's more important than you would think that is why there's such the why that is why there's there's this hard push of uh talking uh, uh there's hard push of this rhetoric of you know what what we need to do is get rid of the nuclear family it's it's a western thing no it's not okay no 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 it's not um families have um there is a family in every single country all around the world there's always a there's always a family Do you understand what i'm saying to you there's always a family in every culture there's a, there's a certain uh, term of family I should say now, whether that be uh, the children are raised by the whole village or uh, whatever have you you know what I'm saying but there's uh, uh, there's a set of a family and uh, the moment you destroy that, the moment you take away the uh, people's infallibility, their faith of that, you have them controlled. If you can take away someone's faith, you can control a very, very, very big part of the population, and um, that is where you get these terms like uh, uh, mass formulation psychosis. You know what I mean? That's where you get these terms. Is they've completely taken away. They've they've made sure to keep the population happy, but that that's a that's a, a momentary thing, and everyone knows it. Yeah, I've said that once, I must continue to say it almost every podcast, man. We have to really, really establish ourselves as individuals. Because like I've said, you'd be surprised. You would be so very surprised that the things that make you so different, see it turns out that those are the things that make us all the exact same. So don't give up, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let people stick a finger in your face and tell you, well, you probably shouldn't do that. You probably shouldn't say that because you don't want to not get along with people. Don't let people t- stick a finger in your face. Well, just, just, just uh, let them do it because maybe here soon they'll change. You have to realize no one's going to change unless they want to change. And I'm not saying give up on people. What I'm trying to say is, if anything, have faith and give hope. A hundred times more, you understand? A hundred times more, we need faith. That is what we need more than ever, ladies and gentlemen, more than ever. Faith is, is, is something that that can drive us to push past being just happy. I don't know how else to explain that to you, ladies and gentlemen. So do not let anyone stick a finger in your face and say you're not good enough. Even if it's the people close enough to you, because I tell you what, man, um, I'm going to let you on a little secret. It's taken me a very, 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 very long time to start speaking out the way I uh, the way I do. Um, I I remain silent for a very, very um, good portion, I should say, um, of my uh, young adult life, because I always thought to myself, maybe it's just better to be quiet. Maybe if I just be quiet, they'll come around and they'll see that they're wrong. Maybe if I be quiet, they'll, 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 they'll realize that, you know, I, I love them and I want the best for them. And, um, what I, it's taken me a very long time to realize that being quiet is never, never the, the good thing to do because the only way for evil, the, for evil to triumph it is for good men to do nothing. And, uh, I, I, am not going to lie. Um, and I'm not going to be contradicted, uh, with myself. I, uh, a lot of the things I talk about now, a lot of the, um, ideology I, um, the ideology that I bring to you now is something that I have been working on for years up here, uh, years upon years upon years forming this, uh, ideology. And really, really, and I, when I say getting into a dark room, being all by yourself, I, I, I don't say that just to say it. I've done it. I've been in, I, I have spent months and months maybe even years and years, in a dark room, all by myself, thinking to myself, well, what do I truly think about this world? Um, you know, well, how do I really, really feel about it? And I didn't bring a phone in there with me. You know, I never brought a computer in there with me. Hell, honestly, God, I just, I've i never owned my, I've owned my own laptop twice in my own life. I'm not shitting you guys. Uh, real, I'm being that honest. I owned a laptop when I was um oh man I think I was uh I got it I got the laptop from my uh from my mom and my my mom got the laptop from work and it was one of those laptops that was really really old and they didn't want it you know what I mean so they gave it to my mom and my mom was like I don't want this piece of shit you know <laughs> you know uh I if, if any of my, my listeners, uh, I have a few listeners that um, let's just say they're very close to me. So you guys know how my mom is. Yeah, I don't want this shit. You know what I mean? So she, she, she gave it to me, right? And uh, I was, I, like I said, I think I was in my teenage years. I can't remember. I think I was like 17, 16, somewhere around there. And man, I thought I was the coolest fucking kid. And so I actually started to show up to school and I realized, no, nah, every... I, All you guys got computers. And I was like, damn, man, everyone's got a laptop? Everyone is on the internet? Damn, dude, I am so out of touch. And I crap you not, guys. The laptop I have now is the second laptop I've ever had in my entire life. Now, um, uh, that being said, I do not want you to think, um, wow, you're retarded. And I, I, actually, um, I told this to someone else, uh, um, so I, I told this to, uh, someone else I was just having a discussion with at a gas station. And they looked at me and was like, wow, dude, the first thing they had out of their mouth was, so you're kind of retarded, aren't you? And I crap, you know, I was like, why would you say that? And I, I, I had to convince them, you understand that you get more knowledge from reading a book. And they're like, no, I think you get more knowledge from, the computer and i i literally had to uh, have a very good dialogue with them and after our dialogue they they were more on my side because i i had to, i i simply said this you have to understand when you when you are when you read a book the one thing your mind is forced to do is create imagination that is something that the computer or um uh, reading off of a computer or a laptop will never never give you because the di- your vision and the way you are uh, perceiving information is completely changed when you see it on a three-dimensional screen. It is totally different when you see it on a two-dimensional book. The perceptions are different, your imagination completely changes and actually goes and gears towards a different part of your brain that is not your imaginational side of your brain. And they've actually done Scientifical studies on this. So, um, you know, I've had a few, I've also had a few people on um, completely off the subject tell, uh, tell me because they know I read so much, tell me to get a Kindle. And, uh, you know, one of those, um, iPads or whatever have you that, um, is literally just like iPad that has a crap load of books on it. You know what I mean? And they're like, well, this is a new way to go. And I said, no, the fuck, it's not because I will never be able to, uh, I will never be able to use my imagination, the front part of my imagination and my front vortex, um, my front vortex, the part of my brain. I will never be able to use that part of my imagination on this iPad because my trajectory and my, and my eyes are completely changing. As soon as I look at a three dimensional screen, I'll stick with my books. So ladies and gentlemen, I am a very big geek. Um, I, I spent a good part of my childhood literally probably reading books or staying up at a park all by myself with one book, a sandwich Sprite and a bag of chips. I was a little fatty when I was a kid. And I really was too, a little fat ass, <laughs> but um ladies and gentlemen, if you really really want to change the world, um, really, really want to change the world, man, you have to look at yourself, you really, really do. You have to get in those dark rooms, and I know it 's scary. I know the scariest thing in the world is to it's to find out that you 're all alone, but I I, I I I crap you not guys. As soon as you find out that you are all alone, that's when you find out how actually close you are to everyone else, you know, because you realize that you're not really alone. You know, you realize that, like, you know, all those feelings that you're feeling, someone else in the next room may be feeling that, too. And and, and it's it whether it, it, maybe it's the feeling of being sad and completely depressed, you get. A form of a different form of satisfaction knowing that another human being can feel that too because then you know you're not the only one then you know that well someone else is feeling that way maybe i can talk to them about it you know our our forms of communication is completely off you know i saw this picture of people in um uh in the airports And there were literally, it was a picture of just everyone staring down at their cell phone. And this wasn't a picture out in uh, China. This was a picture in America. Blacks, whites, Asians, Mexicans, you know, you know, fucking, you know, fucking Mexicans. You know, you know how we do. Um, But, uh, you know, all different, you know, Afghanistan, you uh, you know, Afghanistan, all different forms of races all in America. Every single one of them staring down at their phone and you know what's sickening, you know, and, and I and I, I and I beg you probably 98 percent of them, maybe 90 percent of them all have such a strong opinion on what they believe today's America should be should be like. But they dare not ask the other person, the other human being right next to them what they think about their opinions. We have to have people challenge our opinions. We need that. And doing it on uh, doing it on a computer, doing it on a phone is not going to help you build yourself as a brighter person. Why do you think I am such a big advocate of everyone talking about these about these um uh, concepts? Everyone talking about COVID-19, the va- uh, the vaccine creating. Nano microchips, what well, looks to be nano microchips within and formulating nano microchips within the body, giving it Bluetooth capability, given uh, the vaccines, the vaccines are now being linked to nor- major neurological disorders over a, over a 10,000, percent increase in the last two, two years since these vaccines have been put out. You know, we have to start, we need to start discussing this stuff. I'm such a big advocate about talking with the per, with, at work. I want you to talk at work about these things. I need you to talk at church about these things. Whoa, actually, you know, let me slow down there. You need to focus on God when you're at church. And then talk about, you know, if if there's time after, you know what I mean? Then you need to talk about them. You know what I mean? Um, but while, ladies and gentlemen, I've always been a big believer that if we're not going to talk about these things now, then when are we going to talk about them? Because the reality is nowadays the most of you guys work 10, 12 hours a day. You guys put in work. You're strong workers. You take care of your children. You do what you need to do. So when is the time that we are going to talk about these things? When should we talk about? Nancy Pelosi feeding secret uh, c- uh, c- uh, secret um, secret laws that are going to be put into place within months before they're actually put into place, and she's feeding that information over to her husband to then make millions in the stock market. When should we discuss immoral politicians that are within? Our government institutions that do completely illegal, illegal stuff. When should we talk about the Biden administration flying over illegal immigrants on fucking Air Force fucking on on on, on prestige? You know, they're fine first class. They're getting flown into the Denver airport out in Colorado or out in Texas and then dropped off with their own cars. And they they can just go wherever they want to. When should we discuss these things? Because the killer, the killer that just killed that 18-year-old out in Texas, guess what? He's not getting deported. He's not getting deported. He's staying right here in America. He's, you know what? So, and, and on top of this, why is it such a bad thing that when you get told we should look out for Americans before we look out for any other country, this needs to stop, okay? Our poverty rates are, 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 are going through the roof right now. Uh, inflation is going through the roof, not just inflation. Our crime rates are literally skyrocketing. Even here in Omaha, Nebraska, they're skyrocketing. Thanks, Biden. When should we talk about this? Because we work almost 10, 12 hours a day. You guys work almost 10, 12 hours a day. Thank you, man. I salute to every single one of my American workers. I salute to every single one of my American troops. Just because I bash on you guys don't mean I don't salute you. But I need you guys to wake the fuck up. You understand what I'm saying to you? Alright, ladies and gentlemen, you know what? Um, you know, let's go on a quick break. And of course, then let's just dive right into the news. We have a lot of things going on here in Omaha, Nebraska, a lot of shenanigans going on in the world. So let's try to, let's try our hardest to cover the local news as much as we can. And, um, Because there's, there's always some shit going on, uh, here in the local area. And like I said, I, uh, I, for a while, I was, uh, (laughs) I kind of sucked at covering local news, man. Um, and I always try to, don't get me wrong. I always try to start with the local news. Um, you know, um, I get off in the tangents and, uh, sometimes I ramble a little too much. I'm going to be honest, ladies and gentlemen. But um, uh, that being said, let's take a quick break. And, um, you know, like I said, I'm going to say this once. I'm going to uh, say it again before we go on break. There is nothing more important than having faith. Do not let them take your faith away. You don't worry about being happy no more. You just got to worry about having faith and keeping it. Come on, come on. I see no
1: changes. With a finger on it, i ask for It's like first living should I blast myself. Your boy, he gon' work some blasts I start to cut, I'm looking for a person to Cops give a damn about a bro. Pull a trigger, and kill him, he's a bro. Get a dick, take the kid to the hell, cares? One less i mouth be the no welfare Put a ship and go, better than the brothers Give a gun, step back, watch them kill each other It's on the fight back, that's what he said. Two shots in the dark, now he dead I got love for my brothers, but we can never go nowhere Unless we share with each other We got stuff, make a change. to start making changes Let me see, you got some brothers that are too distant strangers Back to a place kids can change That's the way it is Come on, come on That's just the way it is Things will never be the same That's just the way it is The only way I've I've been practicing my whole life to live my life is to be responsible for what I do. I don't know how to be responsible for what every black male be. I don't know. I guess I am going to say that I'm a thug. That's because I came from this gun and I'm still here. I see no changes. All I see is racist faces. This place makes racist. Face to racist. We under. I wonder what it takes to make this. What better better. that game makes the (laughs) question. Take the evil out of the people that be acting right. It's both black and white. It's both. And the only time we're chillin' is when we kill each other It takes guilt till we real time to heal each other And I know it seems ever since We ain't ready right. to see a black presence ain't it? Uh, it ain't a secret of the seal in fact I've been attacked with black And it's filled with black But some things will never change Try to shove another weight when I'm slayin' in the dope yeah. gang Now tell me what's the mother to do Bein' real though to kill to the brother in you You gotta operate the easy way. I made the cheap today. Put your man in the sleazy way. the kids. I got it for the day. But that's the way it is. Come on. Come on. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. That's just the way it is. (laughs) per two to survive. with not as no shake just be can get a little piece it's born on the streets and a war in the middle instead Be jealous when they see you with your mobile phone But telecoms can't touch this I don't trust this When you're to rush, I'll bust this That's the scale number two can say it ain't cool My mama didn't raise no food And it's all up the same block. I got a snake strap And I never get to lay back Cause I always gotta worry about the payback Some fuck then I roughed up way back Coming back after all these days Like that, 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 that. That's the it is oh. That's just the way it is will never be the same never be the same
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is Subliminal Message Studios. Welcome back. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: You know, this time in this world, I've always said we are in a very great historical time. The things that even America is doing and in everything that's going around the world will be echoed in history for a very, very, very long period. And it will be our voices within America, within the free world, that will truly change the concepts of the new generation and will give them hope and possibly even more if we stand and fight for the better of the individual and the better for our families. And it is that notion that will lead us to true prosperity. It is that notion that will truly, truly lead us to real happiness. Not the forger, not the fake and not the lie of always trying to give us something new as if that will make us happy. The new video game, the new movie, the new the new Super Bowl, the new you know the the new even, even with gun owners, the new gun. nothing none of these things will ever make us happy. We need to find out what faith and what hope really 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 means and understand that that is the one thing that we are missing that is the ingredient you know it's uh, you know it's not just being informed you can be informed all you fucking want you can go ahead and read a book all you want read out however many books you want set yourself up in Washington DC get all political get yourself all influential have a a million subscribers if you have faith if you don't have faith in what you're doing, you don't have shit. Because people feel passion. People know when you're lying. You might have built uh, being able to deceive them for quite a long time. But sooner or later, people will figure it out. Because you are not coming from a place of heart. You are not coming from a place of heart. Encourage. What are you going to do? That's going to speak out and truly set yourself up to be uh, to be different. And don't be scared about being different, ladies and gentlemen. Please don't be uh, be scared about being different. Oh, oh man, do not be scared about being different. Please, please don't be scared. Because can I tell you something? Whether whether you're whether you're a man or a woman, you know do you know how unique you look when you're different? Do you know how beautiful you look when you're acting different? See, you have to see yourself. What you got to do? What we have to do is start seeing ourselves like we're in a movie. It's it's a little trick that I do. I don't know I don't know if, uh, if any of you guys do uh, do this, man. But I imagine myself as if I am literally an actor in a movie, and I'm the lead actor, and there's a camera that's always right above me so everything i do I always sit there and think to myself well damn man how can i make this more how can i make this more um more unique how can i make this more of my own movie well i sit there and think to myself well i mean that's easy that's easy it's easy can i tell you what it is you just got to be yourself you just got to be yourself See, and see, the moment you, you start to deflect, the moment you start to push aside who you really are, that's when you start finding problems. Don't you understand that? That's when you start finding problems. That's when you start running into whether it be financial problems, you start running into relationships problems because you are refusing the script that God has given you. You are refusing the script that the world has given you, Whether if even if you don't believe in God. You best believe you do have a script. So this, I I don't know about you guys, but it it helps me. I just imagine there's a camera right above me and everything I'm doing is being recorded like it's a movie. So I always want to put my best foot forward. I always, always want to try to try to do better. And it's very hard to do, man. And it takes a lot more thought process. Cause then, cause then you got to start questioning yourself. Well, am I doing something better? Or am I just doing something different? Because if you're just doing something different every day, that doesn't mean you're doing something better. Just because you're busy does not mean you're producing. You can be busy all the time. That doesn't mean you're producing anything. It really, really takes some train of thought. It really, really takes some removal of ideologies from your mind removal of certain frames of mind removal of always worried about being happy I'll tell you what man we have we we I, and especially here in America we have a serious serious epidemic if we want to talk about epidemics and pandemic then we have a, a epidemic and a pandemic of uh, the, of our american culture convinced that being happy is going to Fulfill their lives. Being happy is going to is going to be the one thing that they need to strive for. Let me tell you something, man. You'll never if that's what you're striving to do is be happy, you're you're I hate to break it to you, but you're kind of fucked. You're fucked. You don't have faith, you don't have you don't you don't have honor, you don't have courage, you don't have passion. Those are way more important than us focusing on being happy. So I need every single one of us to get into these dark rooms. I need every single one of us to find our own concepts. And it doesn't matter if you form some concept that you know full well is stupid, just because you think that full, that just because you think your concept is stupid, you tell that concept to the world because it just so happens that there's 20,000 other people that share your ideologies. And all it took, and all it took, is for you to share that supposed stupid concept, right? It ain't stupid no more, huh? So, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I really wanted to make this first half of my po- first half of the podcast really, really, truthfully focused on what we need to do to truly defeat, truly defeat. The the scourge of the the elitist mindset that is deforming our populations, you know, convincing convincing every one another, uh, every one from another that, well, if you're going along with this trend, that means you're ahead of the curve. You know what I mean? We've seen that before. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, we've seen that before. We've seen that, you know what I mean, with that, um, you know, if, if you fall along with a curve, that means, you know what I mean, you're ahead of it. We've seen that before. We saw we saw, we saw saw it in Babylon. We saw it in Rome. We saw it in Greece. Okay, let's go even after that. Okay, we saw it in Russia. We saw it in Germany before the Nazis took over in World War One. We saw it in the United Kingdom. Why do you think we beat their ass? We ain't about that shit. We saw it in Japan. Why do you think we blew it up? <laughs> All right, I'm my bad, my bad. I get it. That might have been a little, uh, de- uh, a little too insensitive. But fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm not perfect. And um, which brings me to another point. No one is ever going to be perfect. You know that? Um, practice, practice, practice makes perfect. That's bullshit. That's complete lie. No, no, no. Practice, practice, practice is going to make improvement. But you'll never get it perfect. Why do Why do you think Why do you think I keep on having to explain to everyone? Listen, man, this I, this this idea of 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 the human beings having to merge with machines and that's going to bring us into a a new age. It's gonna uh, uh, you know It's gonna um yeah uh, evolve the human species. That's fucking That's the most stupidest thing to me, guys. That is the dumbest shit I could ever I've ever heard in my life. The sheer fact that they are trying to convince the general public that human beings having to merge with machines will lead us into a brighter, dawner stage. Well, first of all, the human species, our, our human brain, as beautiful as it is, we're using it to destroy everything, okay? And not only that, we will never, the human brain will never be able to create a problem that it does not already have the answer to. You understand that isn't that is not within the human brain capability. We will never create a problem that we do not have the answer to. We will never create a problem in this world that we do not have the answer to. The world will never create a problem with uh, against us that we do not have the answer to. Now what I mean now am I saying if the world decides to get hit by a meteor oh, well, what's our answer to that? Well, thank God for technology and thank God for fucking rays that we actually have that we can actually block uh, meteors out of the sky right now. Don't, don't, you know, I love when they come, when whenever I see these articles to them talking about you know the the meteor that's supposedly gonna hit the Earth and blah blah blah. Are you are you know what, dude? There's so many satellites that are orbiting us. That meteor pro- that meteor is probably gonna get struck by like at least like six or seven huge ass satellites before it even gets to us, broken in a thousand pieces. Like, ladies and gentlemen, don't don't let them convince you that we're going to create. Uh, artificial intelligence machine that will merge with um with with us and that does not have its own already set pre pre-set pre-made ideology within that artificial intelligence because you have to remember any artificial intelligence that we merge with like Elon Musk's Neuralink you have to remember that is created by a human being he is putting his own ideology within the neural within Neuralink. And it's the same with any artificial intelligence. It's getting created by a human being. And what is a human being? What are what did I just talk about? Human beings are imperfect. We are imperfect. Does that, does that mean that we can be perfect? No, we'll never be perfect. Can we improve? Yes. But it's not gonna come from something that we create and put on our bodies. It's not going to come from that. We still have to look inside. What are we doing inside? Why do we still feel so much anger? Why do you wake up still so much so sad? Why are you waking up with no hope? Do you not think... Do you think, really, that forming with, a artificial, with artificial intelligence... Or do you really truly think going out and parting your pains away are truly going to take them away? And if you do... I, 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 I beg you, I beg you to look inside and find out how truly beautiful you are. Now, ladies and gentlemen, um, you know, we're we're to cut the rest of this podcast. Um, and then in the second hour, we will cover the local news and we will get to that, man, because there is a lot going on in the local area. But like I said, I really, really wanted to make this first part of this podcast um, honestly about honestly about how how we can... um how we can really defeat these leaders you know what I mean how we can really defeat and um uh, defeat even our local uh, our, our, the local um successions that go around the the local local left groups that are pushing their ideologies around here you know what I mean um it all starts with informing yourself it all starts with keeping faith and keeping uh you know keeping hope within yourself and that's something that we really really need we need to figure that out we need to remember it. All right, guys. So um, that's going to bring me to the end of this podcast. I will see you on the other half and we will cover all of our local news. And then, of course, in the in the second hour, I'm very sorry. And then, of course, in the second hour, we will cover our world news. And best believe we have a whole lot of stuff going on in the, uh, in, in the world, uh, especially right here in America. Um, you know, I already mentioned the uh, the um, the immigrant that killed the 19 year old. um All right. He was drunk and he struck a 19 year old because he was drunk. And um, he's not getting deported. He's staying right here in America. Thanks, Joe Biden. He doesn't give a shit about our citizens. But you know what? (laughs) I'll see you on that. I'll see you on the other side, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Subliminal Message Studios, and we are on the other side where we recover our local news here in Nebraska and Iowa. Let's go. Now I'm down, down in
1: Tribeck, because right next to the narrow. But I'll be hooked forever. I've been in Sinatra. And since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to copy all them. All of my D meeting comments like the upper Broadway. Pull me back to that McDonald's. Took me to my snatch spot, 560 State Street. Catch me in the kitchen like a cinnamon's bookie. K Street, cruising down H Street, all white right, Lexus, I'm driving so slow but BK is from Texas, me and my best home on that boy Biggie, now I live on Billboard and I brought my boys with me, they went up the top top, still sitting my top, sitting caught side hits and that's give me high five, nigga I be spiked out, I can up a referee, sell by my attitude, that I'm most definitely no.
0: Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, here we are on the other side, and I really wish New York used to be like it used to be, man, because New York was a place to be. I'm not even kidding. You know, there are certain, uh, there's, there's two states in particular that I would never go to. I might visit there and go there for a couple days, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe a day, maybe, well, actually not anymore. I wouldn't set in new york city anymore but those two states would be new york and california i will never go there anymore um, because how literally how um authoritarian and how um unconstitutional both of those states have become and it's a very sad thing you know um new york city uh, really really is a very very big part of america as a whole there has been So much great things that have happened in New York City and so, uh, so much pain that has risen in New York City that have elevated the people of New York City to become very, very strong. And it makes me, it just, it, it makes me, um, it it gets me down a little bit. You know what I mean? That the people of New York City, because I know there's a lot of good people in New York City that are standing up and that are fighting and that are protesting every day against the completely unconstitutional things that are going on. Not just even unconstitutional, but just inhumane in general. Forcing someone that they, telling someone they can't go out to go to a restaurant with their families, with their new baby, you know what I mean, with their with their new family, and they can't go to the restaurant and just enjoy a, a cheeseburger and a beer, or you know what I mean, or feed their new son. It doesn't matter, you know what I mean, or uh, or even go work out to better uh, better build your body up, or even uh, go to certain re- uh, certain grocery stores. Even if you don't have a vaccine card, or if you're not vaccinated. You don't eat, man, and it's uh, it just it uh, it's it's uh, it's it's saddening to see how far they uh, the great apple has fell. But let us stay focused on um, uh, on uh, the local news as far as uh, Nebraska goes, and we will uh, start with uh, Nebraska, we will start with that, and then we move on into uh, American news and world news in the second hour, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, well, let's just get right to it. You know what I'm saying? Let's uh, keep it focused moving forward. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it seems, uh, uh, the tr- uh, truancy diversion bill, uh, has died in the Nebraska le- legislature. Um, now, um, some uh, some uh, Republicans and Democrats are arguing that this goal is not to put kids in the schools. as As goal is to put is not to put kids in the schools to prison pipeline, which leads to overcrowding our overcrowding our prisons, and we all know the problems we have on that. Um, now, um, many opponents say that bill is just another effort to be soft on crime. Now, um, Senator uh, pa- uh, Patty Pansy Brooks. Pleaded with her colleagues uh, initiating or uh, quote unquote by saying uh, the goal is to not put kids in the school to prison pipeline, which leads to overcrowding our prisons. And we all know the problem we have on that. Well, um, that's a very, very uh, f- far stretched statement because there's a lot of problems with overcrowding in prisons. You know, um, uh, that not to mention uh, prisons are actually literally kind of set up to keep people continuously, continuously re embarking on going to prison almost every other fucking, you know, year or every five years. You know what I'm saying? What um what you need to do is break the cycle. Alright, there's there's a chain that you have to break. You can get away with you can get away from it. You see what I'm saying? You have to get away from it. But you have to educate yourself and the laws and the extra precautions that you have to take. To make sure to to ensure that you you stay free and it's a very, very thin line for a while. but once you walk that thin line, baby, it's a home stretch. It's a home stretch and I guarantee you, okay, but you have to keep yourself informed and you have to stay humble too. Man, hum, hum oh my oh my Lord, can I tell you how important being humble is? It doesn't matter how much money you have. it doesn't matter how good you're doing at that point in your life. be humble about it. Be humble about it because it could turn it'll turn into a nightmare the next day. Okay, so just stay humble for me. All right. Now, um, um. Uh, Senator Kurt, uh, Fritzen, uh quote unquote, was saying there isn't a participation ribbon in the end. When you make a bad decision, there there has to be consequences over and over. We keep making excuses for why they can't make the right decisions. And pretty soon we've justified the behavior. Now, um that is a very, very, very good statement. And uh, being a child that was actually a part of some of these diversion uh, programs growing up, I can personally tell you that they were actually the diversion programs. Actually, did the opposite of what um, Senator Panty, uh, Patty Bronzy Brooks uh, uh, was saying. You know what I'm saying? Now she is is saying no, no. This is to keep kids into a, a different form of um, juvenile, almost right. So uh, they don't have to go to actual juvenile. They can actually go to a diversion class. And you go when I was so. When I went to diversion classes, I go there like I think like once every day for like uh, I don't know how many weeks or some shit like that but I went to these diversion classes and it literally was just another way for me to meet kids that were all all troubled either criminally minded or they're, or they're fight minded like me or they just you know they're country boys like me you know what I mean or, or they're city boys you know what I mean but either way what we all had in common is we all had grit to us we all had anger and we wanted somewhere to put it you know what I mean so so it actually did uh, to, a message to Senator Pansy uh, pa- Patty. Uh, I should Pansy, my bad. Patty Pansy, Patty Pansy, Pansy Pants. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, Senator Pan- uh Patty Pansing Brooks. My message to you is: You know full well that this diversion, uh, these diversion classes, actually do the exact opposite to children, because I am one of the children that. One of the children that went through the diversion classes, one of the many thousands of children that probably went through the diversion classes that were first instituted back in 2006 and 2004. And I'm telling you, they do exactly the exact opposite, you filthy Democrat. But you know that, don't you, Patty? You know that, don't you? But uh, uh, you know, just trying to reenact it, and not even just that. But the bill actually includes a way for children to not even have it on the record, so it's not, it's never really known to the police exactly what they're involved in. So, you know what I mean? They want to um, they want to uh, you know kill a few uh, cops when they're 17, 16. You go right ahead, buddy. It will never be on your record. You know what I'm saying? Will you go to prison for it? Fuck no. You have a way out of the uh, with the diversion class, bitch. You know what I mean? Ah, oh, shit. Let's start off in cops. Do you see the message that you're giving to children? Oh, why don't you give them that message and then Blair, Spot 'em, Got 'em, or people like fucking the Baby in their fucking cars? Let's see how that works out, right? That couldn't be a, a, just a, 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 a disaster waiting to happen. Anyways, um, I, I digress. Anywho, um, moving forward with our articles. Now, we have a uh, Texas couple out coming out here to teach for Nebraska. Now, they are whining and complaining about some shit that I am definitely going to get into and break down for you and show you how the, uh, the Democrat, uh, the Democratic mindset works. If, um, if you, if you can dig that. But don't worry, Subliminal Message Studios, we're breaking down. I'm gay, I'm gay, I'm gay, (laughs) okay, all right, now, uh, this Texas couple says, we want to help, we want, we want to teach, teachers say Nebraska regulations create barriers to get into classrooms, oh, they create barriers, now, listen to this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, now, um, students have uh, students who have already shown ability through the act and successful uh, completion of college courses should not be facing an expensive test it's not expensive by the way that has no bearing on their future careers said Nebraska uh, State Education Association president Jenny Benson now the two couples that they're referring to um our two, uh, our two apparently teachers that are capable, willing, because of bureaucracy and red tape, we are not able to, um, teach in, um, uh, teach and teach in school here in Nebraska. The two taught in Texas for the past three years. Now she says, uh, the uh, woman says, I am certifi- certified in bilingual Spanish in early childhood through sixth grade. Nicholas said they had recently returned to Nebraska to be closer to a family following the birth of, birth of their first child. They were hoping to pick up where they left off. Now, she's saying, I received, um, uh, or he's saying, my, I'm sorry, Nicholas is saying, I received a bachelor, uh, bachelor's in psychology, psychology and a master's degree in educational administration, but neither of those fulfilled the retirement uh, requirements to be a teacher in Nebraska. Now, um, let's really, really get into what this was really, really about, though, right? State Senator Carol Bloods, LB690, gives the Nebraska Department of Education the option to use coursework to determine basic skills uh, competencies. Now, many states have waived the praxis exam. I'm going to get it. what the praxis exam is and what it defines and what it actually is. And also, not even that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you. The states, because uh, 40 states here in America still require the praxis exam. They're trying to make this sound like something, it's it's red tape and bureaucracy. This is not red tape or bureaucracy. 40 states still have the requirement for teachers to pass this praxis exam, right? And we're going to get into this praxis exam here soon, once I hit, we hit you with these deta- details. Now, the states that do not require the praxis exam, they still require certain courses or certain requirements to become a teacher within their states, but they do do not require the praxis exam, right? Those states just so happen to be all democratic, high democratic uh, run states, California being one of them. And since uh, uh, since they have gotten rid of the praxis exam, their education levels have Fallen drastically, not just within a uh, pandemic of two years, even before that. Now, um, ladies and gentlemen, let's get, in one, uh, let's get into what this practice exam is. Now, the practice exam, something that we really, really should be discussing. We should know about, but, uh now, uh, Paulo Freire defines praxis in a, pedag- a pedagogy of the oppressed as a reflection and action directed at the structures to be transformed. Through praxis, oppressed people can acquire critical awareness of their own condition and with teach students and students' teachers struggle for liberation. Now, this is what praxis is summed up to be. Practice could be summed up as an informed action. It is the process of taking action, action and practice whilst acting within a theoretical framework of thought. In this concept, theory and practice, practice are as one. For Freire's revolutionary politics did not make a distinction between the importance of thinking differently and the importance of making a concrete change in the world. In praxis, abstract theorizing is only useful so as long as so as so long as it informs concrete action. I'm very sorry, let me um uh, refrain and uh read that to myself. Come Abstract theorizing is only useful so long as it is informed concrete action. Likewise, action must be informed by deep thinking and justification. Only in this way did Farer see the oppressed finding their own new way to intellectually and social freedom rather than simply repeating the mistakes of their press, uh, oppressors. Now, that is what is uh, truthfully going on right now. And does that not sound very, very, very familiar? Here, let me uh, re- reread that one little paragraph right there, okay? In praxis, abstract theorizing is only useful so long as it informs concrete action. Likewise, action must be informed by deep thinking and justification. Only in this way did fearers see the oppressed finding their own new way to intellectual and social freedom rather than simple repeating the mistakes of their oppressors. Abstract concrete action. Do you see what I'm saying? Now, what does putting these SATs into our school system do? They demolish concrete action. Uh, action. And they literally, literally literally lead the oppressed, being us, into make into repeating the mistakes of their fathers. Why do you see? Why do you think we see fathers? Why do you think we see sons, daughters repeating the same mistakes as their parents? Why do you think that? Because they, it's guys. They have balls. I don't know else to say. This is how deep it goes. Okay, guys. Now, let's get back to the couple that is crying about every little thing and um, this and that. Now, um Bitson and other education leaders support three bills that modify testing requirements for teacher certification. They would, of course. Now, um, State Senator Tony Vargas would eliminate all the standardized tests. Wow, LB690, introduced by State Senator Tony Vargas, would eliminate all the standardized tests. That's right. You want to start teaching the kids about young jeezy and cooking up crack, you go right ahead. Whip it whip it real hard. You understand you know what I mean? Now many states have waived the practice exam or the course subject exams because they wanted to make sure teachers were getting into classrooms. Now that is a completely completely untrue. They waived these exams because they wanted, they uh, there were uh, there were legislations that were being brought into court that were not allowing them to pu- uh, put certain teachers that were pers- pushing certain ideologies into the school system. So they had to waive the practice exam to get these teachers into school so then they can start teaching their critical race theory, their, their, their you know what I mean, their, uh, you want to be, you want to, uh, uh, you're not a girl, you're a guy, you you're gonna get beat by guys in basketball because you're part of the girls uh, basketball team and 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 Chanel actually Marcus thinks he's a he's a girl so deal with it you know what I mean now um, uh, uh, the the couple uh, are going out to say um, they're not uh, they're not trying to lower the standards of academics but exploring other opportunities to get highly trained and qualified teachers in the state would be a great succession. And uh, keep in mind, you know, this couple, uh, you know, uh, this couple is literally, they exited Texas because they were, they got here. I'm going to try to reframe, reframe myself. Um, The reason why uh, another reason why they were leaving Texas is not just because they just knew I I had a new baby was also because they um, got thrown out of the schools. they were participating in for teaching critical race theory and for teaching um, LGBTQ ideology. So it's not like they just came back to Nebraska because they had so much to offer and they wanted to give back to Nebraska. No, they got thrown out of their school systems because they were teaching those hard, hard left wing ideologies. And now they're coming here and saying, oh, well, we just want to teach. But these bureaucracies and the red tape, it's not bureaucracy and red tape. The Praxis exam has been installed for years upon years upon years. Am I supporting it? Fuck no. Okay, but should it be in place? Should we get rid of the SAT so then we can broader and 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 and, and, and give our students more education and give our students more um, um, uh, more uh, informed concrete action? Then yes. Okay. But it's very important. We have to strip away. First, we have to strip away the SATs, which are leading the oppressed to repeat the mistakes of their oppressors. You see what I'm saying? Now, uh, they, they go on by saying they need to give, that they, they need to give in options that balances there that the people we are higher hire, are, are qualified. LB 1218 would also include a thousand dollar loan forgiveness for student teachers. We're trying, we're to, uh, we're to the, uh, we're to the point where I hate to credit uh, we're, we're to the point where I hate to say crisis, but there are a lot of schools that are down several positions. State Senator Lynn Wells said, well, I wonder why they're down several positions. Could it be because you were firing teachers and laying off teachers because you were forcing everyone into their homes. And you gave an incentive. You were giving, you were trying to push legislations through in Nebraska to give people incentives to stay at home and get paid by the state and the government. So how are you going to so this is this is this is how um, this is how it works. She's saying, oh, we're at a crisis when they're the ones that created the crisis. It's completely sickening and um yeah you know what i mean um i hope this couple does not get to be i hope this couple honestly does not get to teach because there is a reason obviously there is a reason why this couple were thrown out of the school system out in texas they just come here because they had a newborn like i said It's not like that. I'm very, I'm very, I'm very, very, um, you know, uh, uh, gratified and, and happy that you can go on the news uh, go on KTV seven, which is where I'm getting this article from and just lie your eyes ass off of why you were actually thrown out of the Texas school system. All right. But anywho, now Nebraska troopers investigate head on crash. Now there's two cents a hospital with life, life threatening injuries. Um, now, involving both the NSP and a, an RR officer, the incident happened Sunday morning near the Grand Island exit. Investigators say the 18-year-old driving a Toyota Corral refused to pull over and instead flipped a U-turn driving west in the eastbound lanes. Now, um, state troopers said he ended up crashing head-on with a Lincoln Navigator and himself. The other driver were taken to St. Francis Hospital with life-threatening injuries. What a dumbass. I have, you know, um, so here's the thing. I've said this once. I I, I don't know why uh, we we try to... I I don't know why car chases happen anymore. Like, it's. uh, why do we continue to act like we weren't watching, you know, like we didn't all used to watch police growing up and just see the different ways police used to, like, stop the cars? We all watched cops. Come on now. Why are we acting like that? We all watched cops when we were young, guys. Okay, if you're going... Okay, see, all right damn dude i hate being the one that has to say okay running from police isn't gonna happen you're gonna have to do something more drastic okay just running from police is gonna happen and if you try to do something more drastic you're fucking dead son all right dog like yeah I, i don't i don't know how else to say this um now, Anyways, the uh, state troopers say he ended up crashing head on with the Lincoln Navigator. Now, both people were taken to, um, France, St. Francis Hospital. They, like I said, they had, um, life in, in, uh, life threatening in- injuries. Now, the 18 year old was ejected from the car during the crash. So not only were you in a high speed, uh, high speed chase, but listen to me, man. Um, if you are involved in those kind of things, you need to put your seatbelt on. Real shit. You do. You need to uh, put your seatbelt on. You went ejecting through that um, through that damn uh, that window uh, like like damn, <laughs> like damn. Now uh, uh, speaking of uh, speaking of damn, 15 years in prison for an Axle man for selling meth in Central Nebraska communities. Chad Carson, 44, of Axel. Excuse me, was sentenced Thursday by United States uh, District John M. Gerald to 15 years and eight months in federal prison for conspiracy to distribute 500 grams or more of methamphetamine following his prison term. Uh, Damn. Uh, What did I tell you, man? We have this. We have judges uh, here in Nebraska and in Iowa that don't fuck around. They'll they'll get you, you know what I mean. Now, um, uh, going forward between 2015 and 2019, Carlson sold methamphetamine to a number of people in various communities in central Nebraska, which is kind of what you do if you're a drug dealer. I don't. <laughs> this is lawyer talk, man. If that's, if that's not lawyer talk, then I don't know is that's lawyer talk, man. Like, what what do you do? You know, what do you think he's doing? Do you think he just like? Do you think he's gonna fly around on his fucking helicopter, dropping off little bags of fucking, you know, little bags of meth? Here you go. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, anyways, in, in October 2018, Carlson sold methamphetamine to a confidential informant working with law enforcement. Great, dumbass, you sold, you sold to a cop. You're a jackass. You deserve to get caught. Nah, and, and you deserve to get caught regardless because you're a fucking drug drug dealer that sells methamphetamine, douchebag. Alright, now anyways, this case was investigated by the Central Nebraska Drug and Safe Safe Streets Task Force, which is made up of officers from the Grand Island Police Department, Hall County Sheriff, Hastings, uh, Hall County uh, Sheriff's Office, Hastings Police Department, Adams uh, Adams County Sheriff, Curry Police Department, Buffalo County Sheriff, Nebraska State Patrol Homeland Security Investigation, and the FBI. Aw, crap. Well, that's your first problem. The FBI is part of it. No wonder why they're finding people for you. They want to keep you away from all the drugs that they're bringing in. Um. (laughs) I'm sorry, that is funny to me because they really, really are. You should ask them about Operation Fast and Furious. Why were you guys giving American guns to the cartels and then turning around and saying, "Oh, we we did it to track them," and then they went and killed two cops with the guns that you gave them? Huh? That seems a little silly to me, don't you think? But who am I? You know. Now, um, driver cut off uh, cut off a semi after a crash near Emerson, Nebraska. Why would you cut off a, a semi? I don't know. People are literally retarded when it comes to driving. Some, I, I, I don't... I mean, I'm sorry. That accident happened Monday morning between Emerson and Hubbard on Highway 35. Law enforcement at the scene say the semi was transporting coal when it left the roadway and ended up in a ditch. The semi's trailer got disconnected during the accident and turned onto its side, spilling the coal. Damn. Damn, that's a whole lot of uh that's a whole lot of climate change there. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Um, Anyways, the driver had to be cut from the semi's cab and a helicopter was called to transport them to a hospital. But authorities say the helicopter was canceled after they determined the driver's condition was stable. The extent of the driver's injury is unknown at this time. Deputies at the scene say that the curve of the crash happened, as had other semi accidents like this one in the past. Man, uh, multiple departments are responding to a single vehicle, vehicle accident involving a semi just northeast of Emerson, Nebraska. Now, um, the extent of the driver's in court, uh, injuries is unknown at this time. More than likely, he just got shooken up. And you know what I mean? You know how it goes. You know, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know how it goes, well, then fuck you. A helicopter, uh, once again, like I said, was canceled, uh, canceled to the scene. More than likely because the guy, the, the driver of the truck was like, fuck that. I'm not paying for that shit. Huh. <laughs> And because, you know, you know, you do and you do if it turns out that you brought the helicopter there, knowing full well that you're OK and that you could have walked away from it, they'll charge you. And that is that's easily over. That's that's a lot of money to send a, a, a medical helicopter your way, man. This ain't Desert Storm. That's a lot of money. Now, um, on the lighter side of news, uh, police uh, b- a bicycle ride across North of Nebraska is back for its 40th year. Now, Brain, uh, Brain, Nebraska—that's uh, right—you're gonna get on your bike and you're gonna ride around everywhere here in Nebraska because, after all, you're a dirty, uh, dirty human being that drives a car. After a 2021 postponement due to the COVID-19, the bicycle ride across Nebraska is back for its 40th year. This touring event offers bicycles a chance to take part in a week-long bike ride. Now, um, uh, Brand is a non-profit, non-profit organization that provides scholarships to Nebraska high school seniors from the overnight host communities to attend Nebraska trade schools, colleges, and university and other secondary opportunities. Brand awards scholarships to students selected from the host community schools with the only qualifier that those students attend a Nebraska to school are other educational opportunities hmm it sounds like they've already kind of they have a little uh, backdoor deals going on right there Um. does it not Hmm. Am, hint- am-, am I hinting towards something you're damn right I am they actually do the cost of the tour is $350 for the week or $200 for the uh, 4 day tour and $150 for the 3 day tour registration increases after April fifteenth, twenty 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 uh two. That's right. I said 2020, and 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020. Now, um bus rides uh to the beginning town of Alliance is an additional charge. Registration can be done online at brianink.org. should you participate in that you know what man go ahead if you want to i thought it was actually pretty cool i know personally i would not last through the bike ride across nebraska but i'm going to try anyway that's right ladies and gentlemen I'm going to try to, um, uh, gather up the money and, uh, you know, go, go ahead and do this, man. So, you know, catch me there if I can get there. That is being stated if I can uh, raise up the money to get there. <laughs> because, you know, uh, I'm going to be honest, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, what I'm doing right now, uh, really, really, um, is, it takes a lot of time, you know what I mean. It takes a lot of time. It, it, it is a lot more than um, the road. The this uh, this road I've been on, doing these podcasts and giving you this information is has been a very 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 uh, very very quick long like a uh, quick learning curve. I've had to learn and I've had to adapt very 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 fast because if I didn't, uh, more than likely I would be uh, this uh, Subliminal Message Studios wouldn't even have lasted a month. Let me just say that. Now, um, road agency endorses private partnership. Now, a lot of uh, oppo- opposes uh, uh, people are opposing accelerated northeast Nebraska expressway plan. Now, this is of course through um private ownership. Now, Senator Lindsey Walls is added again to Fremont's so authorized Department of Road Service to authorize a private partnership. That will um, uh, change the um, uh, the change the ge- geological um, uh, landscape of Northeast Nebraska, the Northeast Nebraska Express, uh, Expressway, but it's all done through private par- uh, private partnership, right? Senator Lindsey Wells is at it again. Now, uh, Nebraska County Prosecutor seeks death penalty for fast food shooting uh, for fast food shooting. Left two uh, left two dead. A Nebraska man acu- uh, accused of killing two people at a fast food restaurant in 2020 and leaving two others injured could face the death penalty if convicted. The county attorney's office said this week Serpent County Attorney Lee Polikoff. Uh, Polikoff, he's Russian. Oh, Polikoff, he is Russian. Oh, Lee Polikoff, I must know you. Okay, my bad. Announced Monday, his office would seek the death penalty for Robert Sylvia Jr., 24 year, faces first degree murder charges in the November 21st, 2020 shooting outside a Sonic restaurant in Bellevue, Nebraska. Employees Nathan Pastrana, 22, and Ryan Her- uh, Helbert, 28, were killed. Now, two others were injured. If, the, if, the, if it was the first time Polakoff uh, was sought the death penalty after 30 years in elected office, um, Robert Sylvia Jr., 24, he left two people dead at Sonic restaurant in uh, Nebraska in Bellevue on November 21st, 2020. And I wonder if it was just because they screwed up on his hot dog. You know, that's a serious thing. You don't screw up on a man's hot dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding you. He's fat as fuck. I wonder if he's already getting penetrated while he's in prison. And, uh, if it comes out that he had anything to do with pedophilia, they better put him in the medical wing because he is definitely getting those butt cheeks spreaded. And, uh, I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, that's so gross. I'm being honest. Yeah, but yeah, no. There's a, there is a form of a, a justice in your prison for a lot of those. Um, for a lot of mass shooters, you get your own form of justice. That's why they actually lock a lot of these guys down and keep them secluded away from the other population in prison because they know that the prisoners will take their own form of justice while they're in prison. Like they they, they don't play that shit. There there's been a long list of pedophiles getting then getting killed and stabbed while they're in prison because they don't they don't a lot of prisoners that you have to understand that just because uh you're a prisoner and you're in prison doesn't mean you're a horrible, horrible person. You know what I mean? It means you've done something bad, obviously. You know, you've done something to allow yourself to be there for that amount of time or for life, whatever you've done. But it does not necessarily always mean that prisoners stop feeling the uh the the thoughts and the concepts of justice it doesn't mean that prisoners just stop caring about the concept of good and bad you know what i mean now uh is there are there prisoners in prison that literally don't give a shit about the concept of good and bad yeah that's why they're in prison you know what i mean i'm not, I'm not saying that i'm not saying there are not individuals in there but there is a very good reason why they do that they know full well that they're not going to stand a chance and they haven't a lot of the times, ladies and gentlemen. Now, um, uh, uh, we will get back, uh, le- let's uh, not get back to this article, but let's uh, re- uh um, focus on this ar- article of um, what the Senator Polovic had to say, right? And I'm going to say it in a Russian accent, so I want you to really pay attention, okay? I based my decision on the initial investigation, as well as new information we received after the case was initially filed. Which fit the aggravated circumstances necessary to seek the death penalty. Now, Polovic, my main Muslim comrade, said in a news conference, according to wto I will tell you that there are nine circumstances outlined by statutes that aggravated the circuit Okay, I'm sorry. Circumstances and the evidence we have, we have it presented in court, so I don't want to get into the details of why we think that a number of those nine aggravated are applicable, applicable to the case. Sylvia faces more than a dozen charges, including two counts of first-degree murder and five counts of attempted first-degree murder. Three employees escaped unharmed. Now, since his arrest, Sylvia has been accused of attacking another inmate and throwing cups of feces and urine at guards. Wow holy hell this dude is getting lit he's throwing shit and urine at the guards that is uh very disturbing uh maybe we should uh, put that man down you know what i'm saying uh that is that's uh that's that's yeah that's just that's that's very disturbing yeah uh, that you know, but this is a, a very very good reason why um' you know um ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know how extreme uh my penalties go i'm going to be honest with you you know I, I think we should bring back public uh public hanging and uh you know um I have my own opinions in that i'm not going to get into them obviously i'm just going to make that statement because it's just my it 's just my opinion you know, i i think I think um if we got back into uh public hanging and uh making making the public more aware because it you have to understand it wasn't really about like the you know, uh, hanging someone, and whether or not they would die from the hanging—that's not what the uh, public hanging was really about. It Was more about just showing the public, you know, like this is what happens to you if you want to rape children. This is what happens to you if you want to kill innocent people. This is what happens to you if you if you want to, um, you know, uh, smoke meth and go, you know, uh, rob some old lady for a fucking twenty-dollar bill that she just got from her from her you know uh, from her EBT check. You know what I'm saying? But you want to, you you know, you're going to stab her and, you know, take her money. You know what I mean? You, certain certain things that, um, and if you don't get caught, you're going to pay for it by, uh, by, uh, by the Lord. You have to understand. I, and I'm a very, very firm believer in that. I am a very, very firm believer in that. You don't get caught now. You Believe me, homie. The Lord sees everything. God sees literally everything. You don't get caught. You're susceptible to it. You have to own up to it. You're gonna have to answer to somebody one day, and you better have a better fucking excuse I was broke or I was hungry, or no, fuck all that man unless you are about to die unless you're about to starve and about to die, then what the hell are you doing? You know what I mean um uh, yeah. but anyways uh you know what let's uh let's keep on flagging this news down. let's go to a quick break real quick, of course, and then we will flag down the rest of our news, ladies and gentlemen, because as always. There's always something going on and there's always one more thing that we can do. Gentlemen, this is Subliminal Message Studios, and I am your host Leonardo. Now, as promised, like I said, we will get straight forward and right back into the news. Um, and we have um, Chance uh, Engelbert vanishes in a tiny Nebraska town. Now, Chance Engelbert, he put himself through college on a writing scholarship, studied diesel mechanics and welding. In 2018, he married Bailey, and they had a baby boy. Now, he was looking forward to a new job at a propane company in uh, Moorcroft, Wyoming, where the couple lived. During 2019 uh, July 4th trip to visit a family in uh, Bailey's hometown of Gurring, Nebraska, Engelbert vanished. Um, uh, excuse me. <laughs> According to uh, uh, Gurring police, Engelbert was golfing with Bailey's family July 6th and got upset over comments made about how he'd make how he'd be making less money at his new job according to bailey engelberg called her on the phone saying he wanted to leave gering and wanted to go back home to wyoming she picked him up drove him to to their to her grandparents house in gering and that she said made engelmore more upset he got out of the car and started walking away now, uh, Chan, uh, Chance Engelbert and his son Banks, as seen with a picture here, Engelbert then called his friend and best man. Matt Miller turned out to be the last person Engelbert called. He got in a fight with his in-laws, and he was wanting to come back home to Wyoming to his house here in uh, Moorcroft and needed a ride immediately. immediately uh, Miller said... Excuse me once again. Miller said that this is a conversation that he had with Engelbert. I was four miles away. It was just no way, Miller said. And we were in the middle of the 4th of July party at my house, so there was no way I could, I could make it. Um Miller told Engelbert to wait, give us five, ten minutes, Miller said. I'll call you back. I'm gonna see if I can find you a ride, and if you can't, then we'll we'll shut it down the whole thing and come get you. He sounded upset. Miller said he wanted to get the heck out of Nebraska. Now Engelbert's mother, Don, said his family reached out to him a couple times, but Engelbert did not answer. His aunt, his uncle, his husband, or his aunt, his uncle, (laughs) his husband, his aunt, his uncle and her husband uh, just con- uh, just kind of are in waiting right now. Now, a surveillance footage obtained by News Nation shows Engelbert walking through Goring around 7:50 p.m. the night he left Bailey in the car. In this video, Engelbert can be seen looking at his phone and then taking a 90 degree turn to the left as if following a map. Wonder what the hell he was following, or maybe he was playing Pokemon. You know, I mean, after all, you got to catch them all, right? You never know. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Sorry for the uh, little kick, there, but this uh, this investigation is uh, going um, further into the storm. And Now, at 9.08, a text was sent from Engelbert's phone during the storm to his aunt Katie with a grumpy face emoji and a confusing mix of letters. After that text, according to the local sheriff, Engelbert's phone went dark. Nothing on his phone after 9 or 8. Nothing Engelbert's mother said. Bailey called the police the next morning to file a missing persons report. Um, you know, uh, hopefully he gets home, uh, he, he finds his way back home safe and there was, uh, he didn't fall into nothing, uh, nefarious, like, you know, a lot of the times, you know, these, uh, sadly, it seems like, you know, uh, they either call some kind of a taxi driver, Uber driver, um, something of that sort and, um, you know, something very, very bad happens, you know what I mean? Or he may have, um... Hitched a ride from someone that was waving him down, out of camera sight, and he went over there, and you know what I mean. Things just escalated, but uh, either way, man, I uh, I hope he finds his body finds his way back home. Whether that, uh, sadly, whether that be, um, you know, uh, whether that be he, uh, whether that means he's already dead, I hope to God that's not the uh, case. But um, I really, really hope he finds his way back home. Now, Nebraska Farm Bureau backs Republican Jim Pillen for governor. Republican, uh, uh, gubernatorial uh, hopeful Jim Palin has scored a big endorsement for the Nebraska Farm Bureau. And, um, uh, while, uh, while that's being said, I also want to add that, um, Pete Ricketts is also in endorsing Jim uh, Pillen. I, uh, I myself, um, I-, I am not too informed about him, so, I, whether I whether I will endorse him for future senator uh, of Nebraska that's up to um up to decision you know I still don't know uh, too much about him uh, especially about his um uh, his dealings behind closed doors and until I know that information I've gathered my own aspect of my own opinion about him. I'm really not going to say whether I would advocate to support him or not. Now, leaders of the farm advocacy group said Pillin was the overwhelming uh, consensus choice among their co- county members throughout Nebraska who made that decision. Um, Nebraska Farm Bureau President Mark Maharger said, Pillin is a fiasco conservative and a good listener with a background in agriculture. Pillin is a veterinarian and the owner of Pellin Family Farms and a DNA Genetics. And he was raised on a farm in Platt County. Pellin is locked in a competitive GOP primary with Charles Herbster, a Falls City uh, Arga businesses uh, executive and closed alley of former President Donald Trump. Palin recently announced the support of Governor Pete Ricketts, and he was previously endorsed by former Governor Kay Ora and former Huskers football coach Tom Osborne. Trump has backed Herbster. The Republican field also includes State Senator Brett Lindstrom of Omaha, former State Senator Theresa Th- uh, Thadero, and Information and Technology Manager Breland Redono. And if I butchered any of you got any of your guys' names, I am so sorry. So very sorry. Um, my bad, you know what I'm saying? The winning of the May uh, 10 GOP primary will face Senator uh, Senator Carl Blood who's running as a Democrat. The article has been uh, corrected to remove governor, uh, governor Dave Hinman who is not who has not made an endorsement in the Nebraska Republican primary race for governor. Um, now um, yeah, we'll see where that goes. And we're going to pay close attention to that, too. You know what I'm saying? Don't get us wrong. We will pay very, very close attention to that. You best believe we will. Now, um, uh, the three ch- the three children that were killed in the house fire in rural Nebraska are having um, funeral services February 7th for a um, 17-year-old and a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old that were unable to escape from the fire at around 3.30 a.m. in the town of Pierce. So uh, prayers out to those uh, prayers out to that family, and uh, special prayers out to those three children that lost their lives. And um, you know, uh, like I said, you know, um, uh, we really we i don't I don't think we're doing enough here in Omaha or here in Nebraska to really really dismantle the wokeness and keep it out of Nebraska. I think we have a lot more to do. We have enough of our problems to focus on without bringing any of um, the East Coast and the West Coast's problems. So. You, while uh, a lot of people think, I uh, uh, think uh, changing Her- Herbie the Husker logo wasn't such a huge thing, or maybe you even thought it had something to do with white supremacy. Well, changing it to a "Power to the People" Black Lives Matter logo isn't any better. Okay, it's about the principle of the thing. You have to understand it's the it's about the the principle and the imagery and keeping Nebraska at least. Having some historical things that stay stay the same, because regardless of what anyone wants to tell you, there are many, many different aspects of life that no matter what happens, no matter what technology that they give us, no matter what happens, these things will continue to stay the same. Now, um, hospital say, uh, see, uh hospital CEO say the Marion, the RB, uh, the b singer, uh, surge, the, uh, my bad, the American surge may have peaked in Nebraska. Oh, well, goody, does that mean, uh, we can, uh, end the face mask, Dr. Lindsay Hughes? Does that mean we can get rid of them? No, probably not. You don't give a shit about getting rid of the face mask because you want to keep everyone with the face mask on, don't you? You want all the slaves to make sure that they, Forever have face masks on. I get it. I understand. No problem at all. Now, Nebraska hospital officials said that Monday that it appears the latest surge in COVID-19 case driven by the highly contagious American variant may have peaked in the state. But hospitalizations remain extremely high. But the large number of COVID-19 patients across the state continues to strain hospital capacity, filling just 17% of the state's hospital beds on Monday and hospitalizations might still continue to rise in the days ahead because they tend to lag a week or two behind the number of cases. The, state's, the state said 739 people were hospitalized with COVID-19 Sunday, which were down slightly from Friday's peak of 767, but that number has been over 700 every day since January 18th, exceeding anything reported all last year and staying low above December low forty four 445 set on Christmas Day. Now, First, excuse me, set me just uh, let me just add on when they mean uh, the definition of hospitalized means you went to the hospital and you were diagnosed with something that does not mean that they stayed at the hospital. So when they say over 700 people have been hospitalized or have went to the hospital since January 18th, they're not telling you. That these are also people that took an at-home COVID test that had no symptoms. They just took an at-home COVID test. COVID-19. They went to the hospital. Now they're quarantined. And not to mention that they've given people incentives to use COVID-19, being sick from COVID-19, or even having COVID-19 as, 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 as an incentive to not go to work. Cause now your company has to pay you for being supposedly sick of COVID-19 from a fake ass at-home uh, fake ass at home COVID nineteen tests, which they are not really COVID nineteen tests. You see what I'm saying? So uh, while these, uh, while they're saying, oh well, now uh, the doctors, this doctor, as uh, hospital CEOs in uh, Nebraska, uh, saying that Amer- the American virus has at its peak in Nebraska, but we 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 still have there's still room for cause. You see, we still all have to be scared. You know what I'm saying? We still all have to be scared. I get it. You know what I mean? You don't ever want to tell the truth about anything. You only want to give them little bits and pieces. I understand. I understand. Now um Nebraska uh, re- uh representative Fort Barney trial could be delayed until March. The upcoming trial of US uh, representative Jeff Fortenberry could be delayed until March 15th based on recently filed court documents. Now um the 9 term Nebraska Republican is scheduled for trial on February 15th in US District Court in Los Angeles, but prosecutors filed motion last week to postpone until March 15th, citing the spread of American variant of the corona uh, of the corona uh, the American variant coronavirus. Sorry, see, what did I tell you? It even gets me. My bad. Um, prosecutors have accused Fortenberry of misleading federal authorities who were investigating an illegal contribution to his campaign from a foreign national. He was pleaded not guilty. Fortenberry now faces a GOP primary challenge from from State Senator Mike Flood of Norfolk. The winners of the primary will face Senator State Patty Panzing Brooks, a Democrat in Nebraska's Republican-leaning first congressional district. Well, ain't that just something? You know what I mean. And of course, you know what I mean. If you're a Republican, pfft, dog, you're you, you you are a terrorist. You know, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's get it. Let's get it clear. All right. Let's get it clear. If you're a Republican, if you're a Christian, if you're a gun owner, if you believe in the American Constitution, like actually standing up for it and actually living by it, you're a terrorist. If you believe if you believe in ta- if you believe in uh, that that taxation should be without representation. Well then, you're good to go. Now, if you want to actually, now if you want to start fighting against taxation, represent, uh, taxation without representation, kind of like with the way uh, with the way our speeding entrapments work all around the all around the state of Nebraska, now you're a terrorist. Now, now you're on our list. But well, that's how it goes, ladies and gentlemen. That is how it goes. Now, um, uh, speaking of any who and any of that. That will um, bring us to the end of this pod, to the end of our local news. And, of course, as promised, we will cover the American news, the American news, the world news, and what is going further around the world, the deafening and the deepening of the Biden administration trying to shove us into World War III. Fully knowing that China and Taiwan have made deals with each other, that Russia and Ukraine have made secret deals with each other. And yet we are still trying to force ourselves into their countries, feeding into a war that we do not need. We do not need World War III. We do not need a civil war, especially right now as as divided as a country we are. We need unity. We need faith. We don't need to all be worried about being happy and, and, and this and that. We need faith in this country. You understand? Faith, being hopeful and having faith as the grand, grand uh, scheme of things. Not putting a vaccine in your arm and hoping to God you don't die. You know, you know what I'm saying, ladies and gentlemen? But anyways, I will see you on the other half of, or on this, in the second hour where we recover those subjects and a lot more. Thank you very, very much. If you are a first-time listener, listener long-time listener, it doesn't matter. I really, really appreciate you just for coming on. And um, listen to me rant listen to my side of things and cuz we all have we all have our own sides we all create our own reality and that is simply what I'm trying to do I'm trying to create create my own reality and give it to the world and um, uh, really really give them hope because that's what I, I, I really I truly honestly believe that's what we are missing is hope. So ladies and gentlemen, I will see you on that second hour. This is Subliminal Message Studios and I am your host, Leonardo.
1: I I ain't even gonna call. I want this shit ever mine, ever mine, ever mine, ever mine, ever mine.